0: The Muppets set me up for some poor expectations out of life. Welcome to the first episode of the Two Dudes Named Ryan podcast. I am Ryan, Ryan number one. I go by Thorny, joined by my co-host, Ryan number two, who we shall call Fully. Fully, man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. It's good to be on the episode. Episode number uno. It's going to be first good. First episode. We have one test one down. Scrapped it. Here we are. Second go around for the first episode. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. There's some gems in the first one. Maybe someday we'll leak it as to like a B-side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Way in the future, <laughs> a, a Patreon episode. You pay for that one. Paywall. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, on our first episode here, What we're going to do is, and this is going to be kind of an every episode type thing, and we're going to talk about what's on tap, what we are drinking. Ryan and I enjoy a beer from time to time. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we're drinking, and then we're going to move on to our recurring segment that's going to happen every episode. That's going to be called What's on Your Mind. This is basically a free dialogue, something that maybe have happened to you in the last week as this is a weekly podcast, something you want to talk about. That will be the What's on Your Mind segment. And then the third segment is going to be a recurring segment or a rotating segment. We're going to be choosing from a list every week. Tonight, we're going to be talking about two things that we liked. So Foley, why don't you start us off? What do you have on tap, my friend?
1: My first beer tonight is called Two Rivers Pale Ale. It's from Flathead Lake in Big Fork, Montana. I have no clue where this came from. It showed up in my fridge.
0: <laughs> uh at what point my, did this show up in your fridge? This is a recent discovery. Well, so, okay. I think
1: I do know now that I'm actually thinking about this. We had my uh, father-in-law's Memorial Day, uh, not Memorial Day, Memorial Service. Uh, sad. It, it, was, it was great service. Uh, lots of family came, but I think they went to Winesmore and picked up a couple Sixers for, you know, one of the days we had a barbecue. I had to, I had a barbecue on Saturday for the whole family. I think this was shoved in my fridge. And so uh pretty good. Two two rivers pale ale. I'm a big pale ale guy. 5.6% alcohol. I don't know the hot profile It's not giving me a lot to go on, but uh it's the first time I've had a beer from Flathead Lake Brewing Company. It's not bad. It's not my favorite pale pale ale, but it's really it's it's pretty good.
0: Nice. Sounds good. Uh Brian and I are both from Montana originally, so you heard a lot of Montana references throughout this podcast. So there's one, a a random Montana beer showed up in Foley's Fridge. I'm drinking a good old Washington beer, Mac and Jack's Black Cat Porter, American Porter, 4.8% alcohol. You know what? It's a good porter, man. I like Mac and Jack's as a brewery. It's not quite as good as their Amber Ale. They're a Cadillac of their beer line, but this was a very good porter. I am enjoying it. First time? No, no, I've had it before. <laughs> Sorry, I took a big swig there and then Ryan asked me a question right in the middle of my drink. But uh, yes, it's, uh, I've had this before. It's always it's always a good beer. I'll
1: have to pick up a six pack. I've never seen it over here in Spokane, but
0: it's not to say I wasn't looking for it. It's got like a little that, black black leopard cat on there. Black cat, like the, nice. the cat from the Jungle Book. What's his name? Why can't I remember the cat from the Jungle Book's name? It's not Baloo. Baloo's the bear. He's the bear. It's not Mowgli. He's the kid. (laughs) It's the cat. Whatever. It looks like that cat. (laughs) Right on, buddy. Cool. All right, Foley. Well, let's get right into the meat of things. What is on your mind this week? So one thing that's been on my mind and
1: it's not been like I didn't want it on my mind is... uh, is women's pants have you noticed women's pants lately specifically like women's jeans?
0: I work from home, so <laughs> so absolutely no, no, okay, I don't see anything
1: so I, I, I well, I mean I can't say this is where I'm at like when I'm like teaching, but recently, I went on a date with my wife. It was her fortieth birthday, and we are uh we were lime scootering in downtown uh spokane, When she was what's awesome. lime scooter. Oh, it's a Lime scooter. Oh, this is those uh, one of those pay for electric scooters. I had Why never called done it. Lime. It'd be, that's the company. Okay. So <laughs> okay. It'd be like if Nike made scooters. It'd be like Nike scooters. This is. I thought they like were. The, are they
0: all just like lime colored? Are they really bright green? I was confused. Okay.
1: they not do, a Spokane they man here. So like they have like this little app you can see on the screen I'm showing you. Oh, maybe not. It's like super bright, but you have to like link your uh, uh, like credit card to it everyone listening out there can also yeah. see the screen i'm sure um so <laughs> got got her uh got the lime scooters we're, we're zipping through the park there going to like this restaurant and i started like noticing all these people's jeans like what like what the, like the ladies wearing because you're sitting there waiting for your food waiting for your drinks and i see these what the girls are wearing right now Ryan, i don't know if you noticed this they're wearing these high waisted jeans like okay like like olivia uh, called like a mom jean that's fine because I I've seen that for a couple of years, but now, Ryan, it's not like the tapered leg like you know everybody was into the skinny jeans. Now it's like the, like this like this thick leg like almost like a stovepipe leg, and and they come up to like just your ankles. So you have this high waisted jean and it's like a like a big like baggy pant that is cut above the above the ankles and most of them, not all of them, but most of them had holes in them, like in the knees. And I'm like. What kind of evolution of jeans is
0: this? Are you talking like capri <laughs> no, lengths? So slightly
1: longer than capris, but slightly shorter than normal <laughs> length jeans. <laughs> so it's the
0: Yeah. It's a high waisted thing. And I'm like, so this is what this is what women bo- how do you know how do you know they're high waisted though? Are they wearing like Belly shirts where you can see all the way up to the top of the jeans. Some of them are. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly
1: how it is. So I started looking for this. I was like, (laughs) is this like a thing? So I was at uh, Starbucks the other day. And then um, Starbucks is right across from like a middle school. And I was like, you know, a whole bunch of middle school girls came in and they're all wearing this type of jean. I was like, holy cow, like this is like a thing. And I was like, I didn't know, like maybe it was just like, you know mid-20s people or maybe 30s, but no, this is like, now this is spanning like you know, decades generations of of women, at least here in Spokane. So I just find it really confusing because I thought it was still, I thought the skinny jeans were still in, but now like this is almost your like, first okay, mistake. so this is like a marriage of, think about this, right? And remember Jenko jeans when we were kids? Sure do. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a marriage of them and skinny jeans and mom jeans all at the same time.
0: Matt, my brain stopped working. <laughs> Put Trying them in a blender. Conjure that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you get. That's what I you guess get. I don't see that over here in uh, my little tiny 14,000 person town. Uh-huh. The only people I see outside of, well, the only people I see is when I drop my daughter off at school. And you know how parents dress, dropping their kids off at school. They're half time. They're like basically in pajamas still. So <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it's like I'm just rolling to get my kid out of here. I have a hat on. I wear a hat because I don't even bother to comb my hair. So it's very little effort put in on these types of situations. So going downtown on a date night, you probably see a whole different realm of people dressing for different reasons than dropping their kids off at nine o'clock in the morning to elementary school.
1: Well, I I don't know what these women are thinking. It's uh, it's not a good look, in my opinion. Says you. uh, Says the almost 40-year-old man. (laughs) So, so there I was with my wife, we had this conversation. I was like, so what are jeans doing? Like, I was asking her, like, she's like, well, she's like, 90s are coming back in style. So there's a little bit of that uh, feeling to, to these jeans. Uh, That's probably what's going on. I probably still have some clothes from
0: the '90s. If right, back in, bust those bad boys out. Basically, you know those uh, long sleeve shirts that guys had that just had like one single stripe across the front, like Freddie Prince Jr. would wear. I probably still yeah. have one of those somewhere around. <laughs> are those back. They must be man. '90s are back, dude. What Rock that little, uh, thing tomorrow. <laughs> the necklaces with like the little uh, ivory type stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Bring those back.
1: Those are like what you You're gonna be you're gonna to have to wait like probably
0: like ten or five more years because that was Not like yet. early 2000s. Okay, I need to start selling it now uh, because <laughs> yeah. that's when it's gonna create the buzz, create the market. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have guys. It you're gonna start doing frosted tips again. Oh god. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. The thing I want to talk about, and this is a couple of weeks old at this point, Coney dogs. I know that you are on the same page as me as that Coney dogs, potentially the greatest hot dog of all time. I don't know. I know you like them. I don't know if you think they're the best, but they're probably my favorite version of the hot dog. So much the fact that living here in Washington, I've been on a kind of a search for a Coney dog because they're rare out here. No one knows what they are. And I've learned that even if it's on the menu, it doesn't mean they know what the hell, what the heck, (laughs) how friendly are we going? Family friendly. What a Coney dog is exactly. I brought my two kids. I had them up by myself. um, The other day and we were driving around and they weren't hungry, but I hadn't eaten since, since like breakfast. And it's like 2 PM at this point. So first thing I do is I try and find a place to get them like a little milkshake. Cause you know, why not? I'm I'm the dad who like when I have the kids by myself, we're getting ice cream kids. Like that's just, that's how it goes when I'm with them. But I was hungry and I found this little hot dog stand that had been there for years and I'd never tried. And I went to the drive-thru and I saw a Coney dog on there. And it said like chili, cheddar cheese. I'm like, all right, well, that's all the classic fixings of a county dog. Come to get it. And it is spicy chili with beans. So like your standard chili that you'd get at any restaurant in North America, besides besides Texas, they don't put beans in their chili. But it also had like a, oh, what did it have? It didn't have any mustard. So that's what, that's your thing. So it was just spicy chili, diced white onions and cheddar cheese, which you're listening to this, you're like, that sounds like a chili dog. Because that's what it was. It was just a chili dog. It's all it was. It was a chili dog labeled as a coney dog. I'm pretty upset about it because I was finally excited, like, oh man, I found a coney dog in Washington. No, I found a chili dog masquerading as a coney dog. <sighs> I was I was more upset than I should have been about it. I gave them a four-star review because I'm not a jerk, but I made sure to call out, don't put coney dogs on your menu if you don't know what coney dog is, people, so... Fully. why don't you tell people? So define yeah, for us. Why don't, why don't you? I'm gonna let you. Why don't you tell the people what a coney dog should be? You don't know Cincinnati. Well, so I like Cincinnati question, conies yeah. personally. So, okay. you got your your hot dog. There's a strip of mustard. You got your coney sauce, which is like a sweeter sauce with like all seasoning, all spice seasoning. It the mustard counteracts the sweetness of the no bean chili. And it, it's more of a sauce. In fact, they call it coney sauce some places. It's There's no beans in it. It's just meat. It's like a meat s- stew <laughs> kind of thing. And then it's piled. It's like high. a slurry. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly just meat yeah. with a little bit of liquid in it to kind of make it spread mm-hmm. on your hot dog. And then you pile high, finely, finely shredded cheddar cheese on top of that. Like more than you would think you'd ever want on a hot dog. Like you look at that, that's an absurd amount of cheese, but it's perfect. It all balances out. That's what a Coney dog is. It's not spicy bean chili. And it's not a chili dog. It's a very specific kind of chili dog, I guess you could say. But if you give if you go to a restaurant and you know if you got if you're a restaurant and you're serving somebody a Coney dog, when someone comes in there and knows what a Coney dog is, they're going to be me mad at you like I was. So <laughs> that's my rant on the Coney dog. My search continues for a Coney dog in Washington state.
1: Pretty passionate about this. Jeez.
0: So yeah, I, I don't, know, have I a don't co- know why I don't know why I got so riled up about it.
1: <laughs> I enjoy it, man. I really do. I did not know that the Coney had to have a strip of mustard. I am anti mustard. I'm anti Mayo. And so anytime, like didn't I know it was in there. they sneak Exactly. It on you. Exactly. And I, the listener, man, if they, if you do not know the type of cheese that is on a coney dog, it is the finest. It is the angel hair of mm-hmm. cheese, and it's just piled high. You shouldn't even see the bun. It's like two
0: inches of cheese.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yes. Like I said, the first time you see it, you're going to probably be like, "That looks disgusting," but it just works, man. Trust me.
1: Brought me back to my childhood when I used to live in Dayton, Ohio. We would go to Skyline Chili, and Again, I did not get the mustard the on the dog, but, but the Coney dogs, the thorny, the way Skyling does it, they their little dogs are probably maybe only like four or five inches long and they are like half a normal like dog. They're skinny. Girth, right? Yeah, they're skinny and they're tiny and the buns are skinny and tiny too. And so when you order them, you order them by, you know, you order three of them and that's just like street tacos. A, yeah. That's just like a normal <laughs>
0: serving. So yeah. I grew up on those. a Street taco.
1: Mm,
0: so good. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's like this one had a big, fat Frank on it, which is fine, but not for Coney. Like, Coney should be a small, skinny hot dog because it's not the star. The hot dog is just like there to be a vessel for all the Coney sauce and cheese. <laughs> it's just there to make to, to, to spoon feed you all the other stuff. So,
1: Man, that sounds super disappointing. Like, when you're ready yeah. for a Coney and you get a, a straight-up chili yeah. dog... Man, I, yeah, that Whole would a wrong, too.
0: Whole different experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so that does it for our what's on your mind segment. Let's move into the two things that you liked. So I was thinking we'll bounce it one at a time. Um, you can go first, and I'll do mine, and then you do your second one, and then I'll do my second one. So yeah. why don't you take it away?
1: The first thing I like, Thorny, is hecklers.
0: <laughs> right, a good heckler. Little league
1: disc- story here. Well, so I've been in the baseball mood, and one of my favorite things to do is go to live baseball games, uh, live sporting events in general. I mean, you and I have that in common. Um, and one of the things I was thinking about lately is like the value of a good heckler. And like, so to me, and I want to have this conversation with you, right? A good heckler is someone who has a he's just witty and clever. And so if you're not witty and clever on the spot, you should not heckle.
0: I used to be before I had kids. (laughs) My brain turned into mush.
1: (laughs) Uh, Two, I think a good heckler needs to have a little bit of knowledge of the person. They have to do a little bit of research. And if if you're witty and you have a little bit of research and you're clever, then I think you could be a good heckler. And another thing is, I don't think you should go into personal business that uh, touches like... You know, it's like, you know, like kids have to cover ears. Like the parents shouldn't hear, hear a heckler and go, okay, earmuffs to their kids. Don't be that type of heckler. But I love a good heckler. I used to go to these baseball games in Great Falls, Montana, the Voyager games. And two of the guys I would go with, and I'm not going to name their names, but they were awesome hecklers. And <laughs> I, I don't know what I enjoyed more watching the baseball game or listening to them raz on the opposing batters as they were stepping in onto the on-deck circle. <laughs> Uh, but if you get around a good heckler, it's just, it just enhances the game so much for me so much. It's like great trash talking, but in a way that's in a way that you don't feel like just like a scumbag doing it. Right. <laughs> and the best part is, is when they react to you, like when the player, the athlete looks at you like, come on, man. <laughs> or they give you like a thumbs up because like, yeah, that's I, you funny. got me yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah. Good
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, that's, that's absolutely true. Like, I love a good heckler, but it's it's an art. It really is an art. You can't do it too much. You got to have good timing. And like you said, you got to, it's got to be enough knowledge to make a little zinger without being like personal, without being like a you know jerk about it. So it's a, it's an art. You dance fine line, but uh, a good one is worth their weight and, uh, you know, game day peanuts.
1: <laughs> oh, and if you run into a bad heckler, it's just cringeworthy. You're just like, oh man! Don't say that. Well,
0: that's when you start heckling the heckler to get yeah. him to sh- to stop talking. Yeah. So. And then that's where you you make sure you have your bag of rotten tomatoes that you can throw. <laughs> I always bring a bad or bag of rotten tomatoes anywhere you want to potentially throw them at somebody. <laughs> like Fozzie. Is, is that really Waka a thing? Waka Waka? <laughs> I don't know. I'm basing half my experiences on the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets set me up for some poor expectations out of life you that much the muppets had some great hecklers the two old guys yes. in, the, in the balcony those guys are like all-time greats yes. be those guys absolutely <laughs> what were the names do you remember them oh man there were like some old names like winston and uh Was i don't know chill? M- <laughs> norton or something like that you know like <laughs> oh man like norval or something yeah you know? They weren't bad. No, they were all bad. <laughs> they were all bad. Oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. love those guys. Classic. Yeah, man. They set the Perfect. bar pretty high for heckling. They're a tandem a heckling tandem. All right. The number one thing that I have on my uh, two good things is, man, I've been watching the basketball playoffs because number one, the Suns are in it. My team for the first time in like 11 years, uh, how fun it is to watch the playoffs with fans in the stands. They're only at like half capacity, but compared to the bubble last year where they had the people on the screen versus people going wild. And just like, you could tell it's been pent up fandom where they're just like stoked, especially in Phoenix, when it's like number one, you haven't been able to go to a game since like however long. And then number two, you haven't had a playoff game in 11 years. So those, but even the other games I've watched, like it's just, it's enhanced so much by the passionate fans screaming, as opposed to them piping in fake fan noise that's not even timed correctly. It just enhances the viewing experience so much for me as a fan watching on TV. That's my number one good thing because that just brought me so much joy, watching playoffs with real people being passionate about sports again.
1: It feels good to see all sports getting back to that, um, having Mm -hmm. fans in the stands. It's It's just something different, right?
0: Yeah, we're not going to try and be too sports oriented on this podcast because we do a sports podcast on the other side. But I I had to say that because it's it's my number one thing from this week. Are the Suns any good? They have the second best record in the West, but they're they're running into the now healthy Lakers squad, so they're probably going to get loose to the Lakers in round one. that would be my mm-hmm. guess. It's it's one and one the series is one one right as of recording this. Like I said, this will be released probably in three weeks, and the series will be over. <laughs> but and then was like, oh, that guy. Uh, your team lost, but I'm optimistic at the moment.
1: Okay, Thorny. Before we uh, hang up on the Suns, all time favorite Suns player, go,
0: Steve Nash. Easy, easy. Love that from guy, Dan-, Dan Marley. If, if, if that was the that was the answer before Steve Nash, but then Steve Nash and that whole team. Like I can name like three other guys from that team. That I mean, you had like. Uh, Amari Stoudemire, who was a lot of fun to watch. Those Suns teams were so much fun to watch. Steve Nash was there, but yeah, Dan Marley's. I actually went to Dan Marley's restaurant in Phoenix when I was there in 2011. He's got a restaurant called Thunder Dan's because you know, that's his nickname. I have a shot glass still that says Thunder Dan on it. <laughs> so there's my son's story. Thunder Such Dan. a good name. Dan Marley. <laughs>
1: Such a good name.
0: <laughs> that's an awesome nickname. We we didn't do like a top three athlete nickname segment at some point because there's some great ones out there. That's
1: a good point. We'll write it down. All right, Thorny, I'm gonna move into my second thing I like. That is a McDonald's Coke.
0: Why is McDonald's? Why is their Coke better?
1: Well I, I'm glad you asked because I gave a dramatic pause because I think it's that important. And McDonald's I I Coke had some just, sound
0: effect to put in there and some dramatic sound I don't.
1: So it just hits different man. So here here's here's some advice. I'm mean, I'm not gonna linger on this too long if you like pop which ryan i'm not a huge pop drinker so in fact we don't have a lot of soda in the house soda pop whatever you want to call it uh wife rarely buys it if she does she gets we get those like little what like
0: six ounce or uh, eight ounce mini m- cans yeah the mini cans right like that time i actually bought the mini Michelob ultras and i was very sad i didn't know <laughs> like what's the point of an eight ounce ultra <laughs> what is the point what am i doing with my life
1: I can't remember those. Those are so funny. Anyways, (laughs) uh, I mean, it's not Coke out of the can, although Coca-Cola probably has to be my favorite soda. If I did have to classify like a soda, a McDonald's Coke, man, it's, it's almost like a cure-all. If you're having a crummy day, go get yourself a McDonald's Coke. If you're feeling a little bit off, go get yourself a McDonald's Coke. I don't know if it's the, um, carbonation ratio to water, to syrup, to ice, however they do it, man. It just tastes different and it's so satisfying. And it just, it just makes you feel better. You feel a little queasy, go get yourself a McDonald's Coke. Have a little headache, go get yourself a McDonald's Coke. I don't do it often because obviously it's not good for you. But man, I'll tell you what, it, I always feel happier after drinking a McDonald's Coke.
0: If you ever see those like headache pills that they sell, which are different than like Tylenol, they're designed specifically for headaches, they have sugar in them. So I think sugar is a big thing that helps your headache. So that would make sense why a Coke would help your headache. I'm going to rank my, my Cokes real fast here. Number one, bottled Coke. That is the all time best way to drink Coke. Uh, There's, there's not even a debate about this. The stupid, the, the polar bear. He loves those. I love polar bears and Cokes. Number two, then this goes for all soda fountain soda in the styrofoam cup with crushed ice. I don't know Mm. what it is. It hits different. I don't know why Mm. the styrofoam tastes better and it's terrible for the environment. I'm glad that there's hardly any styrofoam cups in existence anymore, but for some reason, man, things just taste better in there. Probably all that added little chemical flavoring from the the styrofoam or it just keeps it, it probably just keeps it colder that much better. Probably what really what it is, but, and then yeah, number three fountain Coke from anywhere. I don't know why McDonald's is suddenly better. Probably because it's a dollar. Is it a dollar where you are? I think so. Mine specifically says we do not participate in the nationwide dollar. I was I was very upset the first time I went there to get a, a Coke, and it was like two dollars. I was like, "What is happening? Why is this not a dollar?" <laughs> <laughs> my new city I moved to. It's like, all right, this is how it's going to be. Small town, you're going to charge me more for my McDonald's Coke. I'm on to you.
1: <laughs> so that. I love a McDonald's Coke. I don't get it often, but man, I was just thinking about it. It just, it's a little bit of a cure-all for any malady you have. Having a bad day, feeling a little uh, tummy upset, feeling a little headachy, feel
0: a little tired. Go get yourself a McDonald's Coke. It's going to help you out. Life advice from two years and Ryan. <laughs> All right. The second thing I have on my two good things is, man, I'm just excited for hiking season. It's something that the family and I picked up last year. The weather's getting good. I'm just excited to get back out there hiking on trails. I had a hard time thinking of a second good thing to be honest with you, but this is what I came up with. I'm excited to get out there. It's kind of a thing that we started doing as a family, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get out hiking while the weather's getting good. It's the rain's not too bad out here. We're in a new area that's next to some pretty big mountain ranges. I'm hoping there's some good hiking. I mean, I know there's got to be good hiking around there. So yeah, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to go hiking with the family. I'm excited for. uh, that's like my thing for the summer is not necessarily all the beaches and all that stuff, man. I just like to go hiking in the woods because you and I are Montana people. I'm a woods person. I'm a mountain man. Like that's just what we grew up with. I live on the coast now. I don't really care all that much about the ocean. I still prefer the forest. You know, that's just, that's just my childhood. That's who I am. So excited to get back out there with the kids and to share those uh, experiences with them too.
1: I'm not a hiker. And here's the reason why.
0: I'm a trail Zero runner. runner, yeah,
1: exactly. So when my wife says, "Hey, let's go for a hike," it just bugs me that I'm not running the trail. I, I, I just to run in place.
0: Just, cartoon character.
1: <laughs> you know, I still got the two little boys though. So I got a four and seven year old. I know you have something similar. We just got past the phase of like hauling them on our back up the mountain and around what on the trails. And so the pack is now gone and now they're just like taking off in front of us. So yeah, that, that feels good because then I can run after them. I, I get a l- at least a little trail running in there, but <laughs> just to, just to go on a hike, man, I, I honestly, Ryan, I, this comes across like maybe like kind of like a runner elitist, but i spend about as much energy running, on the trail than I do is walking on the trail. So it's not I for just, exercise,
0: man. It's not for, ex- I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a benefit of it, but you're, you're going to, uh, you make it a destination. You're like, all right, we're going to go hike to a waterfall and then like have a lunch at the waterfall. You're not doing it. Cause like I'm going to burn 800 calories on this hike. No, that's the wrong mindset. No,
1: I, I've never once thought that when I was on a trail run about burning calories. Actually, fine
0: if if you need an extra boost, wear one of those weighted vests while you go on your hike. then. <laughs> add like thirty pounds to your, and then one of those oxygen restricting masks because if you need a challenge there, Dude,
1: you're Freaking like that Lance guy though. Control. You're that guy when like somebody you pass somebody on the trail, and be like, oh my gosh, that guy has a weighted vest. No, well then be that. No, guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> My wife knows now she's like, okay, Ryan, I'm planning a hike or she'll, she'll call like, Hey, you want to go on a walk? Oh, can't stand walks. They're so boring. So I'm like, if she would just tell me, Hey Ryan, you want to go on a run and be like, okay, let's do this. But no, that's not my wife. So I can't love my wife, but she's a, she's a walker. She's a hiker. (laughs)
0: Like most normal people. Yeah. Don't just run 10 miles a day for fun. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? We're pushing up against 30 minutes. That's kind of the the target for the show. I think that was a fun show. I hope everyone listening who tuned in here, just find us out or found us randomly. Enjoyed the show too. Um, you can find us on Twitter at two dudes. Well, man, I just set it up today. It is two dudes, Ryan. Cause they wouldn't let me fit in two dudes named Ryan. So two dudes, Ryan on Twitter, that's kind of, kind of be our base home base there. So until next time we're two dudes named Ryan.